Hey guys, my name is John Kim. I'm a licensed therapist and life coach, putting self-betterment into a shot glass. Because let's face it, who's got that much time these days? I come unpolished, unrehearsed, on purpose. If you're looking for more of a wine glass, you've come to the wrong place. Also, I want to mention some big news. Journey is now affiliated with Wanderlust. We're the only life coaching company to partner with them. And myself, Noel, and many of our Catalyst Life Coaches will be at Wanderlust Stratton, which is in Vermont, from June 21st through the 24th. If you want to join us, you can get 10% off tickets using the code JRNI2018. Go to wanderlust.com and look for Stratton. I hope to see you there. So I was listening to Jack Cornfield. I don't know if you guys know who that is. Um, in a nutshell, he um, studied and brought Buddhism to the West. He's a spiritual teacher. And he used the word fuckface and compassion in the same sentence. And what I love about that is that it makes him human. And um, I want to talk about love and kindness and the power of that practice. So I think that we associate love and kindness with um, with being weak or with it uh, being a gift that we give someone, right? So it's like if I give you love, I'm giving you something, right? I'm, I'm, I'm giving you the gift. Um, so it's almost like we are doing something for someone. Uh, but I would encourage you to reframe it because love and kindness, and I, I just kind of put them together, is it's it's not that you're giving someone something. Um, it's it's actually what's going to make you free. So I believe that as humans, um, our capacity to love, right, the kind of love that makes uh, mothers lift cars up when their kids are stuck underneath, that kind of super uh, powered love. Um, it's rare. And because we don't actively practice love and kindness, especially to the people that you know we don't like, um, I think that our, our heart muscles are very weak. And so this idea of practicing love and kindness, you know, the power of that, um, I think it's it's really what sets us free. And so let me explain. I think that a lot of times we get trapped or stuck. Um, I think our potential is low when we are not, you know, when we're, when we're very selective and we are, uh, when we start muting our hearts, when we hold grudges, when we have resentment, um, and also not just, you know, to other people, but also to ourselves, right? And I think that um, when we choose, and I know that it doesn't come naturally for most of us, I know that we have to remind ourselves um, to practice love and kindness. And I don't know what that looks like for you. Uh, I don't know if it's, you know, the effort to, 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 to smile at someone or to sit in bed every night for two or three minutes and wish people that um, that you actually don't like well, you know, and, and like genuinely hope uh, that they have good lives. And what that does, and this is actually um, kind of proven. I know that um, Tim Ferriss and, and, and many other people, they've done this and they've um, experienced just like the bliss of um, 
wishing other people well as an exercise, as a practice, and how much lighter and how much more free they feel. Um, I I I don't know anyone who does it, to be honest with you. <laughs> so I I just I know that it's rare. Um, and also speaking for myself, it's not something that I do daily, but I definitely need to do more of. Um, but I do think about people that I have um, loved uh, intimately, you know, all my exes. Um, I don't think about them in a way that I want them back, but I do think about them in that I'm always throwing love at them. Um, anyone that I've ever shared a bed with, I uh, take very seriously and I think about them and wish them well. Um, doesn't matter what happened or or what they've said, or if, you know, whatever, whatever, if it was, if there's drama and, and, uh, and anger, resentment, I, I always make an effort to, um, throw love at them. And I know someone once told me that they don't like that term because you're throwing love, like, like you're throwing water balloons. <laughs> I personally don't have a problem with that. I think it's, I still see a positive image, but, um, practicing love and kindness toward them, wishing them well, um, I, when I can, uh, and when I remind myself, uh, think about the people that I actually don't care for much, and I wish them well, and I, and I hope they're doing good, and uh, you know, I, I, I hope they're they're healthy and happy, and they find meaning. Um, and when I do that, there's this, there's this, and try this. There's a, um, there's like this river of, I don't know if, how to explain it. It's like a calmness and a freeing feeling. Um, and, and I think it's because the people that we don't like, when we think about them, right, it brings us instant anxiety. Like it brings us that like not. And when we think about them and then and then put the intention um, to wish them well and, and hope that they are doing good, you know, uh, shoot positivity their way, it releases that not. I mean, you could literally feel it in your body. And that's just a really um, simple example of, of, I think, the power of love and kindness, of being a kind person and of loving everyone. And, you know, the other thing is it's, it's not even about other people. It's, it's also about you in that um, what kind of person do you want to be and do you want to be someone who um, – Thinks highly of yourself, you know. Do you want to um, live a life that um, that you are proud of? Um, do you want to live in a way, think in a way, behave in a way that if you saw someone else um, live that way, you would be like, "Wow, that's a stand-up person." You know, I admire that person. I res- respect that person. Um, if you don't start putting that into action, it's going to be hard to convince yourself of that, right? And so, this is another reason why. I think practicing love and kindness always um, is only going to make you feel better about you, you know. And I think uh, the person that it's it's going to be hardest to practice that on is always going to be you, of course, right? And so this is the uh, the final reason um, as we approach seven minutes why I think uh, practicing love and kindness is is very powerful because when you can actually do it to other people and you make a habit of that and then you start doing it to people you actually don't like or don't care for um you could eventually start doing it applying it to yourself you know and i think that's those are kind of the stages i think it's easy to 
um, pick someone that you really love and care for and wish them well. And that's, that's easy. That comes naturally. You all, you obviously, cause you care about the person, especially if it's, you know, someone that you are intimate with. Um, it's much harder to do it to people you don't really care for. And I think that's a great practice to do that. And then it's really hard to, um, throw love and be kind to yourself. And so I kind of want to end with that reminder um, and here's the question, uh, because we could always be like, yeah, I need to remind myself to do that. And then it just kind of like s- stops there. Ask yourself what that looks like, right? What does it look like for you to um, love yourself more and be kinder to yourself? Uh, for me, it would be as I'm sitting here uh, with a stomach ache because I just went out and had um, so a friend of mine. And I went out and had cream barbecue because we haven't had it in a long time. I haven't, uh, I haven't um, really been craving meat, right? I'm not saying that I'm vegetarian now or anything, but um, definitely eat like probably more than half of, of what what I used to eat. I used to eat meat every day, whether it was bacon or a burger or something. Um, now probably I don't know twice a week I might eat meat, and so we went to get cream barbecue, stuffed our faces. And then across the street, there was this famous um, burger joint called, I think it's called Cassell's. I don't know, it's in K-Town, but it's like this, been around since the 40s, shut down, they're back. And of course, I'm kind of a foodie when it comes to um, spots that you you quote unquote must try, and this is one of those spots. So we go there, and I was just going to have like a bite of a burger so I could get, a t- get that taste in my mouth. Um, try their food and then you know uh, then I was going to bring the rest home and eat it another day Um, but of course I eat the whole fucking thing and then I eat fries um, and then I drink a Diet Coke and that's something else that I've been staying away from that I've been really good at and so I had cream barbecue and a burger and fries and a Diet Coke and if you guys know what cream barbecue is you eat until you you basically (laughs) are going to blow up (laughs) I had all that in one sitting, and so on the way home, I felt really shitty about my myself. I felt like, dude, you have no discipline when it comes to food, um, and I started getting down on myself, and, and I knew that this is a good time to practice um, love and kindness to me, you know? And so my, I allowed my inner dialogue to change, to find humor in it, to know that this is not every day. Um, to be aware of how I feel and that it's okay, um, it will pass, um, and just be okay with it. You know, it doesn't define me. It doesn't mean that I'm a loser or <laughs> um, that I don't have discipline because I do have discipline. I do other things in my life that are healthy and that 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 I've sustained as a routine. Um, so having this one uh, binge day, I'm I'm not beating myself up over. Now, if I didn't purposely practice that and make that intention, um, my default would be to beat myself up. And that's when you start puncturing holes in your self-esteem button, button, (laughs) your self-esteem balloon. Um, So it really takes effort and intention to practice loving kindness to yourself. Um, But I think the more that you do it, the lighter you'll feel, uh, the more free you'll feel. And of course, it's imperative. It's imperative to have that ability because we are human kind of going back full circle to the beginning of this 
Um, even someone like Jack Cornfield, who is a spiritual leader and who practiced Buddhism, and you know, he's gone on um, silent retreats for 500 days, not talking. I think you know, I think he was allowed to talk to his uh, his teacher, but other than that, for 500 days of man, I can't even. I don't even know if I could last one day of not talking. Um, but anyway, even someone like him, he was telling the story of, um, I think he was working with some construction workers and they were just lagging and they weren't ma- making the deadlines or whatever and he got really mad. Um, but he used the word fuckface and I was shocked. And, and I, <laughs> I was half shocked and half like glad. Like I, I loved him because I was like, oh, here he is being human. You know, He's allowing himself to feel anger or to lose his temper and it's okay. It doesn't define him as a spiritual teacher. So... I want to end with, um, if anything, a reminder, but I want to end with a question, and that is, how are you practicing love and kindness, Um, not only toward other people, but toward yourself, and not once in a while, but every single day? Thanks for tuning in. I hope the dialogue was helpful. Listen, guys, if you want to be a life coach, just go to my website, theangrytherapist.com, and click on life coaching training and you'll find our catalyst intensive there's only two things you need to be a life coach a story which everyone has and a passion to help others before you go i wanted to give you something something i made it's a relationship toolkit because the world needs better healthier relationships so we could all love harder so go to theangrytherapist.com forward slash podcast that's www theangrytherapist.com forward slash podcast super simple and we will email you my relationship toolkit